matchmaker, matchmaker, make me. Oh, 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 Aliza, they're on the recording. Are you there? Are you there? Oh, yes, yes, I'm here. We have to do matchmaker, matchmaker podcast. This is so exciting. Let's go and tackle the tough questions. Not only the little questions, the tough, tough ones. The big ones, big, big ones. Okay, okay, without further ado, let's get to the question of the day. What is the question of the day? That is the question. Rabbi, rabbi, rabbi. No? What you got for me today? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. We have a jaded single. Dear Rabbi and Eliza, I have exhausted all my options. Where can I go to meet someone these days? First of all, my heart goes out to this person. And I want to say, you need a vacation. You don't go anywhere to go find anybody. Put yourself on vacation mode. You're done with dating. You can take a vacation for a week, a month something really significant. You can't keep dating. It won't work. It will fail. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter who you meet. And it doesn't matter what you try to do. Vacation comes first. Exactly. Even if we set you up with someone right now, yes, you are not going to be successful. Right. You need to get yourself in a space where you can say, okay, I'm ready to be open. Open enough to be able to handle a date. And I'm going to be bold and say, you got to be ready to fight the dating battle. Like, this is work. You think you're just, I'm going to go dating, find my soulmate, la, you know, rainbows and butterflies and happy. You'll have some joy. But everything that we do in our lives takes an amount of work. And you don't have enough of an energy reserve to handle the quantity of work that needs to be done to find your person and to maintain that relationship. So before you get into a relationship, fuel yourself, bring yourself back up to a level that is good and vibrant. So you're going to show up with a smile and it's not going to be one of those forced smiles like this, where you just, you, you know that they don't feel it because within themselves they're depleted. So I think we have to start with a baseline of get you back to a new normal and get you back to a good, healthy space. And then you want to talk about dating. Where do you meet? We can talk about that. You want to I talk think, about that? I think we should talk about that. So you and I are in agreement about where you meet. Well, let's talk about the dating apps. They're very valuable yes. for some people. People do meet on them and they're 100%. valuable 100%. Um, for the right kind of person. Yes. It doesn't mean that you should be going out and just like, you know, swiping right or left and just kind of going out with whoever. Rapid fire. Some people like that. It feels good in the moment. Right. And it could also lead to a long-term relationship, right. but it's not designed for it. Right. So you have to just know that you're in a right. system that's not designed for long-term relationships. Right. That's, that's baseline. Right. I think the other thing with the apps is that the same way I'm sending you on vacation before you start dating, you have to have a swiping slash vacation plan. Right. Uh, once a week, I go through my system. I swipe everybody in and out. I check it the next day. So two or three days out of my week, I deal with the apps and then I'm done. Right. Just unless something pops up and notifies you that somebody reached out, you don't have to go out and search the world. People are constantly coming on. But if you're going to put the amount of effort and energy in that it takes to make this happen, so do it once a week so that we can get a longer time out of you before you hit burnout. And if you pace yourself, you might never hit burnout. You might just be able to handle the process a little bit more gracefully. I think that we have to acknowledge that dating is really difficult. Yes. And I see so many singles that have so, so hard. It's exhausting. It so every single date that yeah. you go on, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. So Or every single date that you try to go on that fails is going to be a difficult part of the process as well. 
Right. The whole the whole system takes again takes work takes effort but if they're asking where do you go to meet somebody so baseline online in-person events or through friends matchmakers you know community efforts that's it there's no i don't have like a magical if you go to this place you know that's that's the place that's the place wait wait i have to tell you this story so I flew here to be with you and to do a lot of work here. And on the plane, I'm sitting next to the most lovely couple, lovelier than lovely. Oh, what's your story? Like, I want to know everybody's story. How'd you guys meet? How long have you been married? I'm grilling them over everything. And she goes, oh, we've been married 32 years. And, and he goes, no, we haven't. <laughs> it's 35 years. <laughs> And she goes, oh, yeah, he's the accountant. <laughs> and now I'm cracking up already because usually the woman knows how many years they've been married. I'm like, no, what's your story? How did you meet? And she goes, well, it was the most unusual thing. We met at Shiva. What? I said, you met at Shiva? Who meets at a Shiva? She said, well, uh, a friend of mine, his grandmother passed away. And, you know, we went. I went to support him. And he was a friend of his also. And he went to support him also. And I figured... If he was there supporting his friend, he must be a nice Jewish boy, <laughs> and we could go out. And so we did, and Shiva. it worked. Shiva. Shiva. Shiva, Shiva I, crashing? I have never made a recommendation that, like, oh, you could go to a Shiva to meet somebody. But you could go to a Shiva to meet somebody. Anywhere that engages you with other people. The truth is, Shiva is a vulnerable place. It and is. that is a place where you're, when your heart is open, it, is. it catches you off guard. So... There is something about at a wedding also. Yes. It's a yes. vulnerable place. Yes. So you wonder why people are always like, oh, we're at a wedding. Yeah, because you're talking about love and you're talking about two people together. And so the wedding is naturally a place where yes. you're going to be like, oh, you're single, you're single. Let's put all the single people at the single table. And you're also dressed up nicely. It helps at a wedding. Shiva, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> or how do you know if you're a Shiva crasher, maybe. <laughs> you're going to start seeing random people at Shivas now. You're like, why did you end up here? How do you know them? Shh. <laughs> just here to meet somebody do you know anybody yeah but the hard thing is like, so which side are you on right <laughs> how do you how do you answer that what about your friend says i want to set you up you know it's just a coffee i know okay i'm not a fan of like they just go out for coffee you'll see you'll know you'll figure it out i don't mind if you go out for a coffee what do you know about them before you go out do you actually think that it's an appropriate match did they give you enough information do you know details like their age and where they live and what they do and what kind of circles they run in and what they value in life do you have any data and information to say you're not a person for me to date you're a good person for me to date because anybody can be a matchmaker and make a match but who can make a good match you have to know one side well and the other side well enough and if you don't know either side super well you've got to get data and information and at least make a good paper match and say listen i don't know either of you super well but i think it's a match for these reasons if somebody can't i'm gonna say prove why this is going to be a good match to me i would just simply say it sounds interesting could you get a few more details but then you have to tell them exactly what you want to know exactly. and don't make it unreasonable just get enough of a feel that it's it makes sense for you to go out if you're the friend yeah and you dabble right i love that word dabble, you dabble. In matchmaking. you're like you know I, I like it i like the thrill of it there is a thrill in it no yeah. question about it yeah. what can you think of like one or two or three must questions. So like, I want to set you up with my friends. 
what should I ask you? Because I don't, I'm, I'm not going to ask you a hundred questions. No. But right now, what do you think are the three most important questions that you should be asking um, if you want to set your friend up? Just off the top of your head, Elisa, yeah. what do you think? What do you think, Rabbi? <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> oh, you're back at me. Okay, what are the most important questions? The most, one of the most important questions is, I like, you need to find out where somebody is now and where they want to be in the future. And is that vision similar or different, right? So I live in a certain place. I have a certain lifestyle, work style. And when I have a family, I'm looking to either A, right? Copy and paste and repeat over and over again. This is a good path for me. Or no, but when I have a family, I really want to do X. So I'll give you an example. I had a client say to me, Eliza, you know, I like Judaism and I want to marry somebody Jewish. It's really important to me. And I want to, I like Shabbat also. I'm not, I don't like keep Shabbat, but like when I get married, I'll keep Shabbat and kosher and we'll send our kids to a Jewish school and I'll have those, you know, values implemented. I said, you're going to do that when you get married? He said, yeah. I said, how are you going to find a partner who's going to want to do that with you? Do they, you're going to find somebody who also wants to do that when they get married, but neither of you are going to be practiced at it. And he thought about it and he goes, well, what should I do? I said, well, do you really want to do this for you? Forget about family. Forget about kids. Do you want to do, you want to do Shabbat or keep kosher for you? And he said, yeah, of course. I said, okay, well, Friday night's coming up. Why don't you throw a Shabbat dinner at your house? He goes, oh, that's a good idea. I said, why don't you invite some single people? He said, oh, that's a good idea. So he invited people over. I said, okay, good. Next week, what are you going to do? He said, I don't know. I said, why don't you go out to somebody's house for Shabbat? So he like kind of accidentally fell into keeping Shabbat. And he said, well, I'm going to start to try to keep kosher style. I said, oh, kosher style. Good job, right? Nine months later, he messages me. I met the most wonderful girl. She, do she does Shabbat. She likes kosher. And thank you so much for your advice for getting engaged. He didn't wait to become who he wanted to become. He started to actually do it now. So some people that also, they, they have this vision. It's crucial. If you see that in your future, yes. do it now. And also, yes. as, a, as a side point, yeah. shared experiences are the best way to meet. The best. Because it's not a meat market. You're not like, oh, why don't you guys meet? Right. You're actually, and, and you can see the person in a positive light. Right. And the person feels positive about themselves. And it's experiential. You're in the moment. There's something happening there, and it's not artificial. It's so much more natural. It's so much more relaxed. And you have a common value. If you're in an experience and you want to be there, it's because that experience, it, it's already a common denominator between you. So it brings you guys closer together. Yeah. We didn't get to the answer for that person who's wanting to dabble and want to match up. That's a really good question. I think we need to think about that. Yeah. That, just can I, can I short advice? Just practice. Just practice setting people up and pay attention. Are they looking at you like, well, if they don't sound super convinced, this is really the, the baseline. If they don't sound convinced why they should go out with somebody, you didn't provide enough information. Either you don't know one side or you don't know the other. Provide enough information and people will go, oh, yes, sounds good, or mm, won't work for me, and here's why. Yeah. That's great advice. So in summary, if somebody wants to, if they're jaded, just take a breather. Vacation. Vacation. You, Elisa, just sent you on vacation. Bye. I don't pay for it. I just give you permission. <laughs> like the doctor gives you, you a permission. prescription. <laughs> I'm giving you a prescription for vacation. You have to pay for it. I say go on vacation and come well, back How to refreshed. meet. Dating apps, if that's your thing. In person, In -person events. Shared experiences. Shiva. <laughs> events. And look around your network. 
Look around your network. Most people are going to get set up by a friend, by a friend of a friend. Yes. That is really where it's at. Yes. And I think we have to focus on that. Like, don't always look at the professional. Be your own matchmaker. You can do this. Advocate for yourself. Get out there. Say, do you know anyone for me? Yeah. And if you're shy and introverted, we'll talk about that another time because that's a whole other story. And obviously, if matchmaker is for you, there's great matchmaker services that exist. And you have to just make sure that you identify with that matchmaker what you're looking for and what kind of matchmaker they are. One of the three. Are they an introducer? Are they a mentor? And are they a fixer? Or are they all three? Or two of the three? But at least you know what you need, what you're looking for, and and you identify who that person is and if they're for you. That well done, Rabbi. <laughs> we did it. Okay. That's a wrap. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Matchmaker Matchmaker. You know a very good matchmaker. For more dating wisdom and advice, download a free copy of Alisa's book at Get Real, Get Married at our website, Matchmaker Matchmaker. Matchmaker Matchmaker. Have any dating questions? Anything bothering you? Don't worry. You can send us your toughest dating questions also at this matchmaker matchmaker.org. Lastly, if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Why not? Why not? What? Anyone bothering you? Anyone happened? You know, sometimes you can subscribe. You don't have to just be browsing. You can subscribe. Why not? Because that way you won't miss anything.